A Higher Things Reflection for the Feast of the Transfiguration of Our Lord, February the 11th, 2024. For he, Peter, did not know what to say, for they were terrified. In the name of Jesus, amen. It's impressive. Jesus, God the Son from heaven, standing on a mountain in radiant white clothing, like never seen before. Moses lives some 1,500 years before the transfiguration. He's standing there with Jesus. Elijah lived some 900 years prior. He too stands there with Jesus. Impressive. Moses and Elijah are living, breathing, and talking. We should be comforted. There's no death for those belonging to the promise. But the transfiguration hits us with a danger. The God of power and might and holiness in the flesh. Moses and Elijah at his face in conversation. Are we comforted? Peter's not. He's terrified. Mark 9, 6. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. For Peter did not know what to say, for they were terrified. James and John too, terrified. Why? Isn't it good to see Jesus has power even over death? We, like Peter, James, and John, stand in sinful flesh. Consciences unclean, looking to justify ourselves by the law, yet knowing we cannot. The eyes of flesh are veiled. The veil is the guilt, it's the shame covering us not only for our own sin, but also the sin having been done to us. The veil is the unclean conscience reading everything according to the law, finding no way out. To look at Jesus with veiled eyes is terrifying. With eyes veiled by the law, we read the Bible and see God's holiness and power and divinity, but not his grace. 2 Corinthians 3.15 For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted, because only through Christ is it taken away. Yet to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. This is why we can read the Bible and find only rules and regulations and more law of how to live. Then in our sin we're terrified. For sinful flesh reads scripture in the way of the law. Christ lifts the veil. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over the hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. This is my beloved son, says the father, hear him, so we hear him. He says, I forgive you. Now look at him standing on the Mount of Transfiguration. See not a sight to terrify, but a savior on his way to the cross to redeem us. For us, it is not fear, but faith. In the name of Jesus, amen. Lord Jesus, by your gospel, lift the veil from my eyes that I may hear your word for your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness of my sins, and your promise to be with me always, even unto the end of the age. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lutheran Reader's Bible helps you develop a habit of devotion and Bible reading so you can slowly but intentionally understand and grow in God's Word. Through introductions to the 66 books of the Bible, guided reading plans, and more, this Bible builds your confidence to study Scripture on your own. The Lutheran Reader's Bible, now available from Concordia Publishing House.